Catholic Family Podcast presents Lent Around the World Daily Traditional Catholic Meditations Read by our friends from across the globe Friday, after Ash Wednesday Summary of the Meditation We will meditate on the third practice of penance of the Lenten season to which the sacred liturgy draws our attention Almsgiving, point one the alms of ministering charity. Point two, the alms of forgiving charity. We will make the resolution one to apply our labors, penances, and prayers with special zeal to the salvation of souls during this season. Two, to practice an indulgent, patient charity in our intercourse with our fellow religious. Third practice of penance, almsgiving. The liturgy of the church conducts us today to the tombs of the martyred brothers John and Paul. The bravery calls them men of mercy because previous to their martyrdom, they distributed their ample fortune entirely to the poor. At the tomb of these men, the admonition of the lesson to practice ministering charity and the admonition of the gospel to exercise forgiving charity are particularly impressive. Hereby, the Lenten practice of charity is rendered complete to serve the community by means of the alms of ministering and forgiving charity. Point one, the alms of ministering charity. Consideration. We begin today's mass with the words of the psalmist, the Lord hath heard and hath had mercy on me. Psalm 29:11. That is the objective of all penance and prayer performed during this holy season, God's mercy. However, we shall find it only if we ourselves show mercy and charity towards our fellow man, for herein genuine fasting is made pleasing to God and is rendered perfect. God himself declares this in the stirring words of the prophet Isaiah in the lesson of today's Mass. Is not this rather the fast that I have chosen? Loose the bands of wickedness unto the bundles that oppress, let them that are broken go free, and break asunder every burden. Deal thy bread to the hungry, and bring the needy and the harborless into thy house. Isaiah 58, 6. Application. All these works of a ministering, mercifully charity. Application. All these works of a ministering, merciful charity can be performed by us in a spiritual manner to loose the bonds of sin, to break us under the burden of slavery of the devil, to break the bread of the word of God and of the Holy Eucharist unto famished souls, to lead back lapsed Catholics into the bosom of the church, to restore the homeless ones to their spiritual homes. We priests can do this by our work in the confessional and in the pulpit, and all of us by our prayers and by the penances performed for the salvation of souls. We priests, therefore, will gladly assume the burden of labors for souls, often quite arduous during the particular season, will truly labor and toil in the vineyard of the Lord, according to the admonitions of our constitutions. At the, At the same time, we must not neglect the apostolate of prayer and penance, which is by no means less efficacious. To fructify with the heavenly dew of grace the labors of the fathers by this quiet apostolate is the great task and the privilege of the clerics and brothers. If we practice this merciful ministering charity in behalf of souls, the concluding words of the lesson can be applied to us. Then that shall call, and the Lord shall hear. 
Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am, for I am the Lord thy God, and am merciful. Isaiah 58, 9. Point 2. The Alms of Forgiving Charity. Consideration. In the Gospel of the Mass, our divine Savior supplements the admonition of the prophet of the, in the lesson to practice not only ministering, but also forgiving charity. The latter is more difficult. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who persecute you and calumniate you, so that you may be the children of your Father in heaven, who makes his sun rise on the good and the evil, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. Matthew 5:44. It is precisely this forgiving love. It is precisely this forgiving love which makes us like unto God. Hence, it affords us a claim on His mercy, which we seek during this holy season, and for which we constantly plead. If you forgive men their offenses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you your offenses. But if you do not forgive men, neither will your Father forgive your offenses. Application. Our seraphic Father has embodied this admonition of the Savior to practice forgiving charity in the 10th chapter of the rule. This shows that he regarded it as most important, especially in a community of brethren. Our constitutions also exhort us, if they would be true disciples of Christ, let them heartily love and hear with each other. This refers, no doubt, to peculiarities of others, as well as actual faults and violations of charity. Let us therefore practice forbearance with one another, patience towards each other. Let us be generous and magnanimous, if a fellow religious, perhaps, only through excitement, utter sharp words or acts grossly with us, refuses a request, or in some other way offends our sense. We must not let him feel it for days and weeks, pass him by coldly, treat him with cool indifference, and try to pay him back with the same coin when occasion offers. Charity, says the apostle, is not provided, thinks no evil. 1 Corinthians 13.6 This forgiving, indulgent, and patient charity is a Lenten sacrifice which assures us God's indulgence and mercy in greater measure than any exterior mortification. Prayer O Holy Father Francis, you were all aglow with active love for souls. Towards all your brethren, you were more tender than a mother. Enkindle my cold heart with the fire of your seraphic love. Help me to labor, to pray, and do penance for, this, for souls. To show a forgiving charity towards my brethren, and thus make myself worthy of God's mercy.